0: Welcome back to the Everyday Guy Podcast, episode 33, We Are All Slaves. I hope you enjoy. Mm welcome to episode 33 where we explore our slave owners cuz we're all slaves right now man and what i mean by that is uh we're slaves to our own disobedience to our own issues to our own false prophets to our hopes that you know um this substance or this person or this thing is going to be our savior our life but in the end it just becomes our master And, uh, at least for me, that's, that's a majority of, uh, how my life experiences have been. Um, before we jump into that heavy topic, I kind of want to just freestyle it, talk about my day, talk about my life, um, everything going on. School kicks off for my daughters this week. We are returning to school, man. Um, well, kind of, uh... I I work for a few local school districts and um, no school district is is returning um, all their students into the classroom. Everyone is looking to do the online learning. It's it's a trip, man. Um, You know, for me, when I look at it, there's a lot of families that rely on the child care of school. They rely on. You know, they know they their kids are going to be technically watched, taken care of from, you know, 8 a.m. to about 3 p.m. And a lot of families rely on that after school program because nobody works from 8 to 3 p.m. Only teachers in the, in the outside of the school world. Everybody works crazy hours. You know what I'm saying? And you rely on the child care of your school. So for these families that might be. Might have two parents in the household or just one and they do, you know, manual labor or, or their, their job or their work calls for business and, and work for them to, to work around the clock. Nurses, doctors, people in the hospital field. Hospitals don't close. People that work at casinos. People that, that, you know, try to make money as best as they can doing things late at night. Look at me. I'm at it's like 10 o'clock at night and I'm recording. I'm divorced, so I split custody with, with my ex-wife. And, you know, had had I not been divorced, I don't know if I'd be able to record every night, every other night, or every night I want to. But, you know, school not returning to in-class is a, has a huge effect. Not, not just to minorities, to everyone, to us Americans. And it's sad, man it's sad. I, I think of those families. I think of those, those, those latchkey kids. Like I was a latchkey kid, you know, my parents both worked. Uh, my mom worked in retail. My dad was a truck driver. So those two businesses alone took them away from nine to five. And, you know, so I'd be in school and I'd come home and I'd fix myself lunch or, or, or do homework. Um, but I built up you know, kind of like a routine that worked for me, but it didn't come till later. And I was still a lazy kid. Like I still needed my parents to kick me in the butt. Had I had a parent that was able to stay home and, and focus on me and my education and, and showing me routines that will better structure my life in the future, I'm sure things would have been a lot different, but I grew up in the real world, man. And, um, I grew up when there was a change in time where families, Like, yeah, there were there were there were times where, you know, the man could just go out and work and and the woman or the wife would stay home and raise the kids, cook food. That was their their duty. That was their job. Those times are gone, you know, unless uh, unless you're able to provide for your family by yourself, which is great if you're able to do that, if you're you know, I have a few friends that are uh, linemen. Uh, the dudes that climb the poles put up all the, the telephone lines and any type of electrical. I don't even know what's on those lines anymore. I call them telephone poles, but I doubt they're just used for telephones. I don't know what they're used for anymore, but that's their job. You know, uh, electricity. Uh, they deal with that, but they make decent money where they're able to provide for their families. Maybe where the mom or the wife can, you know, take a, a part time job. And, and work a few hours a week, but still be there for the core time with their children. Not everybody has that flexibility. Trust me, not everybody has that flexibility. You got truck drivers. Truck drivers account for the largest workforce population. We have truck drivers everywhere. My dad was a truck driver. So that hits home to me. And I saw how hard my dad worked. He was a, a teamster for 45 years, man. He put in his time and he busted his butt. And it's manual labor, you know, you can call truck driving, whatever, but you try driving eight hours a day in about two weeks, yeah, you're going to hate yourself. Some people can't even stand being by themselves for that long, you know what I mean? Um, But truck drivers, they got to do that day in, day out. That's how we get everything. Everything goes through a truck. And um, I respect that. So what do you you tell a, a truck driver that works eight hours a day, eight to 12 hours a day, driving he's got a couple little kids at home he's got a wife that might you know have her own passions and have her own her own job she's got to be doing you know what i'm saying like what do you tell a dude like that hey you know what you can't your kids can't come to school today dog you know you're gonna have to teach your children at home a teacher's gonna have to speak with them over the computer what, what do you you know? What do you do when that kid is not paying attention? You send him to the principal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kid gets up and just like, oh man, I'm gonna go sit on the couch. Man, screw this teacher. What, what do you do? Text the mom. Oh, hey, your your son's on the couch. <laughs> you know what if mom's not in the house? It, it's there's gonna be a lot of dumb kids out there. I could tell you that. A lot of dumb kids out there. And it, I mean, there's already dumb kids. We have horrible, horrible, horrible education numbers. Like, uh, I think we're in the, maybe in the top 100 in countries with great education. And I'm not talking about um, extended education like colleges. It's kind of a little different. But our our core, you know, K through 12, we show crappy numbers, dude. All across the board. Math, science, English, history. It, it's sad, dude. And to top it off, we got some of the fattest kids in this world. You're going to cut physical education? My ex-wife is a, is a PE teacher. I have no idea what she's going to do. Teach Zumba classes online or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I'm sure... Because my ex-wife, she's a PE teacher, and her, her husband is a PE teacher as well. And they're both home, you know. I'm I'm blessed to have two teachers in that household. Um, so I, I don't worry much about my children's education because with the two teachers in the household and me being very focused on knowledge and, and educating yourself... I I don't worry too much about it, but not everyone is like me and not everybody even has the opportunity that I have or some people didn't go to college. Some of my, you know, again, I don't want to pick on any of my lineman friends, but some of my lineman friends, you know, they didn't go to college. They went the trade, the trade school route. So general education isn't something that they were extremely passionate about, let's say. So they might not have that skill set to apply, you know, what you learn in college, To your children That's that's a huge you know that's Going to be damaging whereas this kid was In a classroom surrounded by people You know kids that wanted To learn some kids don't But at least a teacher who's trying to guide Them you know um, To try to guide a kid Online Man that's 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 tough Um, So I think a lot I think about that a lot I really do Um it worries me. It, it it scares me to be honest. And um, I just hope that families out there who may be struggling or you know don't know what to do that you're kind of in a stu- you're you're in a you're between a rock and a hard place, man. You don't have the option. You can't just send your kid to school. You might be able to send him to auntie's house because auntie's off of work and she has two little ones and. They can learn there. That's going to get exhausting. You know, it's August. Let's see how families are are holding up in December. And another thing for me, I want to kind of address is like, even if schools were to open tomorrow, Donald Trump says, you know what? Bam, schools are open. Everyone has to listen. Let's say the states have to listen to. Everyone has to return to school. I'm not sending my kids. I wouldn't. I don't feel comfortable. Um, I do not feel comfortable. And one big reason is for me, uh, excuse me, I had Douglas today, man. Douglas uh, burgers over in Whittier. You got to support your local businesses in this time. Support your local businesses, local little restaurants. Stop going to McDonald's. Stop going to J- Jack in the Box. Go to Douglas. Go to Norm's. Go to Jim's. Go to these little Charboro burger places. Go to, uh, you know, some country cooking store or something like that you know find yourself something local a business owner you know the dude that lives blocks away from you owns that business go support him man he's struggling right now struggling um anyways what man i got off subject with that what the hell was i talking about i totally forgot what and i'm not high I don't, i stopped smoking weed, i stopped drinking, I don't have any substance in my body, I'm just, uh, dumb, <laughs> I'm just dumb, dog, I forget things, uh, dang it, man, what was I talking about, oh, you know, uh, finding help, finding help with, uh, no, I don't even think that I was talking about, I don't know, man, but I forgot, I got off subject, uh, maybe I smoked too much weed and, and I'm just stuck like this now, <laughs> but um you know back to to me and how i'm doing you know uh like i was saying i'm divorced so i I co-parent with my ex-wife and uh i'm blessed in the in the sense that we're able to work together there's no animosity um one thing that helped me get away from like fighting my ex-wife was i had to forgive her you know and I'm not saying she like cheated on me And that's why we split Or she hit me or anything No, 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 nothing like that I forgave her for the pain that she caused me During the vo- divorce or during the relationship And uh, I say I forgive her because forgiveness is True forgiveness is you gotta leave it all behind If you forgive someone, you can never bring it back up Don't even, don't even mention it ever again That's it It's gotta be done It's gotta be gone It took a long time took a long time for me to forgive her to be real it took me about uh actually last year when my daughter was in the hospital we had a huge blow up me and her and um like i you know resorted back to my my poor tendencies of like i wanted to hurt myself um because the words that she told me just made me feel so inadequate as a father and again it's not anything to say to her like to, you know, we argued and she didn't really say anything horrible. It was just her words hurt me so much because she was my ex-wife. And, and that was last year. That was three years after our divorce. And um, I still let her words affect me. So at that point, I had to realize, like, why? Why do they still affect me? I don't love her. I don't want her back. You know, it's nothing like that. It's why do I give her that strength? Why do I give her that power? Over me And I just stopped I forgave her And now her words can't hurt me And I'm grateful because we don't even argue anymore You know When we do we disagree on things Sure as parents I don't agree with the way she parents sometimes And she doesn't agree with the way I parent It happens even in a relationship You might not always agree with your husband or your man Or your baby daddy. Whatever you want to call him. I hate that term. Don't call him baby daddy. Don't call him baby mama. Show some respect, man. That's all they are? The baby's mom? That's all they are? Come on. You're fooling yourself. That right there tells me you can't forgive that person if you're calling him baby mama, baby daddy. That's just lazy, ignorant talk to me. So don't call him that, you know? Um, you obviously had a thing for that person, whatever it was, it didn't work out, move forward. And, uh, like I said, I'm grateful to work with my, my ex-wife on parenting. Again, we don't agree on everything and we are not friends. Um, and I, I can't, I can't stress that enough. If you're in a similar situation where you're co-parenting or you're split up from your, your, your children's mother, your children's father, you gotta, you gotta move forward What are you gonna do? All you're doing is hurting your children That's all you're doing man Is just hurting your children And uh, I remember sitting in the courtroom When we were going through our divorce we, we went to court one time And after that we were like Dude this judge is ridiculous He was a horrible judge Horrible uh, I'm grateful we didn't have to go to court for anything We decided everything out of court. All we needed was his signature on on paperwork. That's it. And uh, we don't go to our court agreement. Sometimes we'll pull it up for when we talk about big holidays. Because we might lose track of like, oh wait, whose Memorial Day is this again? You know, who has odd years, even years? I think that's usually how it's split up. But I forget that stuff. So I have to go to the court. It's just one sheet I look at and just has a list of holidays dad gets these holidays mom gets these holidays and we just we work it out and uh we don't follow it to you know we don't follow it as a template we just we use it as a resource when we need to and uh there were times when things got bad between me and my ex-wife heck yeah man there were times when you know I'll be honest with you there was a time I was working and um I was working for a school district and she like I mentioned before she was a teacher and she, we had just split up. We've been split up for about six months. Nah, yeah, like six months. And she, she moved on. She already began a relationship with her husband now. And six months after the divorce, you know, I was still kind of devastated about it and still dealing with those emotions. And they were coworkers. And uh, you know, I always had a, a thought that something might be going on um but in that moment i i flipped, man i was leaving work one time and like i knew they were together and i was just angry and i was drunk yeah i was drinking i went i went drinking on my lunch i came back to work pissed drunk worked the rest of my day called my my ex-wife's school because they both worked there and i asked for um him by name. And uh. I re- You know they're PE teachers. So they're out in the field. They're never you know in a classroom. And I remember the school secretary asking like. Well who is this? And I'm like I'm so and so's husband. This is Rudy. I'm so and so's husband. I want to talk to him. I want to talk to him. Tell him to call me back. I'm on my way over there. I'm grateful I never went. You know. Who knows what would have happened. Um. But I made that threat. I did. I called the school. I don't know what they did. They probably prepared for it. Um, they probably notified her, notified him. Um, I know somewhat of the procedures when a threat or harassment does occur in school, you know, it's not taken very lightly, especially with things that have happened in the past with disgruntled employees, people coming and shooting up to school because the teacher was messing around on on her husband or or whatnot you know so they don't take that lightly i'm grateful you know my ex-wife didn't call me and start pressing charges she probably could have uh he didn't call me and, and you know further the you know escalate the issue um and i'm grateful but that shows you like man there were times where it was hard and uh i did not do the right thing you know, I wouldn't suggest uh calling your ex ex wife's um husband at his place of work and threatening to come down there and um speak with him. And uh it was a mistake on my end and I'm grateful that nothing came out of it, man. I'm truly grateful. And it it's you know, again, like I said earlier, I'm not me and my, my ex wife were not friends or anything. And uh, me and her husband are not friends, but we show respect, you know. Um, he's a great father, and he's got kids of his own, and, and they have kids together now. And he treats them very sweetly and, and nicely and, and does not treat my daughters any different. And I respect that as a man. I have to. I have to. If I had animosity and hatred, I couldn't. I couldn't respect that. I couldn't see that as like... Oh like uh You know I wouldn't give him the benefit of the doubt I'd always be at his throat I'd never see the positive that he brings But You know you just You gotta move on from things like that Uh, You gotta work towards forgiveness And uh It's not always easy but As long as you're working towards it What can go wrong You know what's the worst that can happen You really wanna just live angry You're really happy like that. If you are, then do it. I guess that's what you want to do with your life. For me, I'm changing all that. I don't want that, you know. I forgave my ex-wife last year. I moved on. What's done in the past is done in the past. Alright. That's a great segue to move on now. Back to the main reason I wanted to uh, do this episode. Um, Again, it's titled, We Are All... Slaves. What I mean is, eventually we become, with, we become what we think or what we believe we are. Um, an example of this is: I used to go to house parties, like when I was like uh, late teens, you know, early twenties too. I used to go to house parties, and I, I didn't know I didn't know who to be. You know, I didn't smoke weed back then, so I couldn't hang out in the corner and smoke weed with the stoners. I drank like everybody else. And then I'd overdrink because I didn't know my limits. And two, I started developing this persona that I was this wild man, you know. The dude that was ready to pop it off, ready, ready to just scrap, you know. I'm the little guy, I got six foot five friends all around me. I got big ass friends all around me. I could do anything. You know, that persona became my slave master. And what I mean is... Every time I came out, every time I went out to these house parties, I felt I had to be that person that was angry and, and, and violent all the time. Just because of me not feeling comfortable in a setting, I felt, well, shit, man, if I'm not this person, that person, this group or that group, I'm just going to be wild. And people loved it. People accepted it. Of course, people are going to accept it. I don't blame them. You know, it's who I chose to be Who I, who I thought I had to be You know, that became my slave master That became my, my, my master, man So I had to be that person every time I went out Really? Even when I didn't want to And I was feeling sensitive or sad Or, or distraught about something that's going on in my household And I go out with my friends and I'm that wild man letting it all out—that's who I became. And then it got worse for me. If I'm drinking, I need to be a drunk. If I'm smoking weed, I need to be a stoner. If I'm chasing opies, I need to be an addict, dude. If I'm broke, I need to be homeless. See, for me, it's a pattern. You know, I started—I started putting alcohol, weed, and opies—you uh, know—up here as my false prophets. As my slave masters, my substance slave masters—that's what I should call them—because um, I always had to chase it. While well, I'm stressed out, like man, I better go smoke some weed. Dang, I can't handle my ex-wife because she's doing X, Y, and Z. I'm gonna go to the bar real quick. It wasn't real quick for me. I I wouldn't just have one beer and go home. I'd have a lot and make it home. <laughs> Somehow A lot of times I was drunk driving dude I was drinking and driving At the same time You know And Like I said you know These substances they became my false prophets My slave masters I started putting them above everything I chased them And did what they told me They became my reliance And some of y'all are doing this shit today I shouldn't cuss, excuse me Some of y'all are doing it today man Still chasing the dragon You know, getting high every hour of the day Some of y'all are getting drunk every weekend Still playing beer pong in your 30s I don't know, I mean that's just not my style It's not my life anymore But to each their own I guess that's what makes you happy If you're happy and you're playing beer pong in your 30s hey, do more power to you dude And you don't have the the same stresses or worries that I have. And you don't have depression, bipolar disorder, or anxiety like I have. That's cool. Good for you, man. I'm proud. I'm happy for you. Really. I hope you're happy for yourself. If you're not, then you gotta wake up. But if you are, run with the dog. Go play that beer pong. Sink that island cup. What was it? Uh, Bounces get two. Balls back. Uh, Rollies. I don't know what rollies are, but there's all kinds of games. I remember people stupid come up with stupid games, dude. Stupid games. And then everybody else had their own rules. And then you had to, like, follow other people's beer pong rules when you're in somebody else's house. Like, that's that's the authority you wanted over people. <laughs> Is to be able to tell them, it's my house, my rules. <laughs> in beer pong, that's your authority? You made it, dog. You peaked. You peaked at 25. But, you know, I, I'm not... I'm not here as a, a martyr or, you know, someone preaching to y'all, man. All I can do is speak of my life experiences and what substances have really brought to me. For me, it was, uh, I got relying on substances. And um, they became my slave masters. Like I Like I said, you... But I gave power to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I enslaved myself through these these things. And um, it, didn't, it didn't change for me. It didn't. As I got older, like, I just got better at hiding it. I got better at being devious. And uh, there were certain points in my life where, heck, man, I was proud of how devious I was. I was proud that I used to take opioids and my ex-wife had no no clue. How sad is that? Uh, That's pretty sad to me, dude. You know? No one needs a substance to make it in life. I didn't have that thought. I, I couldn't understand that. I thought, I need something. I need a cigarette. I need weed. I need alcohol. I need some type of substance to keep me... To keep me straight. You know what I'm saying? But really what am I telling myself? I'm telling myself that I can't do anything. In this world without something helping me. Really that's how weak I am? Uh, That's the man I want to be for my daughters. That's what I want to show. You know my grandkids. That's the legacy I want to leave behind. Dad loved his alcohol. Dad loved his cigarettes. Dad loved his weed. I don't want that shit. I don't want that in my life. I'm done with it. Taking it all out. And uh, for me, that's my choice. Again, I'm not a martyr, but I got to call out what I see. You know what I'm saying? Some of you are moms running around looking like nasty women, man. Running around in thongs. Showing your butt. Showing your your coochie. You know? Showing everything but your nipple on your boobies. Your kids are going to see that one day. I can't picture picking up Instagram and looking at a picture of my mom in a bathing suit. <laughs> you know, if you're in your 30s, ask yourself that. You really want to open your Instagram and see your mom uh, taking videos like this. And then showing her butt like this. And then going like, you know, shaking. Putting her boobies together. Going like this. You know, or your vehicle lifts like this. Really? If my mom ever did that. I, I wouldn't be your son anymore. I'm getting, that's it. What is it called when you you leave your parents or something, like you divorce your parents? I'm out of here. That's not my mom anymore. I'd, I'd be freaking out. There's going to be so many kids that are just going to have so many um issues, psychological issues. Uh, when they get older and they realize maybe they'll never be as attractive as their mother. Or they'll wanna be as as attractive as they can be, just like their mother, and continually fail. And then spend their whole life chasing now what a waste of a freaking life because you're showing your titties and ass on Instagram. Dang, I sound like a martyr I sound <laughs> sound like i'm preaching right now hey but man i gotta call what i see man and what i see is, is this world's getting real misguided and ugly man we're moving away from you know substance freedom to more substance reliance you know uh, go on go on weed maps go on weed maps in your community and see how many dispensaries and delivery services are around you you'll see how accepted that that substance is and i'm not here hating on weed man i think weed is a beautiful beautiful plant i think uh, marijuana can do wonders for a lot of people but people like me who have i got an addictive personality i don't know how to use things right you know what i'm saying like i get addicted to things and i just run with it because it makes me feel a certain type of way or it takes pain away for you know a small amount of time so me I'm, i'm a little different i uh i get addicted to things so Although weed is not, you know, a narcotic and it does not have the addictive traits as as like cocaine or um, opiates do. But for me, weed just became another another substance, much like opiates and alcohol, where it it, um, it suppressed the pain. It suppressed the pain a lot. And uh, I remember being 16 and, and And uh, getting my my first taste of that alcohol and feeling that euphoric rush of, Oh my goodness, all my pain is gone. This feels amazing. At 16, that was half my life ago. I'm 32. Then for the next 16 years, I went from alcohol pretty much the whole time up until last year I quit drinking. And uh mixed in opiates for like three years after a bike accident, narcos and Traumadol. Uh oh, I loved Traumadol. And then I went to smoking weed for like the last three years. And I haven't smoked weed in three weeks. So I'm pretty proud of myself right now. Um, this is the first time I've ever been completely sober from anything, tobacco, weed, or alcohol in the last sixteen years and OPs. Uh in the last sixteen years. So my eyes are clear, you know, my teeth are whitening up a little bit. My um my mind is very clear. And uh I'm very I'm I'm focused. I'm hungry right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh career wise I'm hungry. But the podcast this is my passion, this is my little side business. This is this is what I enjoy. I truly do enjoy this. And I don't plan on ever stopping. This is something I'll be doing for a long time. But um, I'm proud of the man I'm becoming. And I don't mean to boast or brag about myself. I don't. You'll never hear me say, you know, I did this. I got that car out there. I got that house. I got this. You know, this the way I look, the way I, I dress, uh, my physique. I don't want to boast about any of that. To me... Praise has to come from another man's mouth Or another human's mouth Don't praise yourself That's arrogant Be proud of yourself But don't speak of it And I I had One of the most warming feelings Was like my dad telling me he's proud of me And my dad telling me that He believes that I have just Endless potential Wow. That right there just It felt amazing. Hearing that from my dad was like I'll never forget it, I'll tell you that. I'll never forget that. It meant the world to me. Um so when you when you think about yourself, your accompli- accomplishments or who you've become as a person. Don't boast. Don't brag. Let people praise you. If they want to. If they don't keep moving forward, you don't need it. But when it comes, enjoy it. Truly enjoy it. I know, I know I'm working on myself to be a better man, to be sober and clean and, um, One thing I want to do is make sure I lift up the people around me. I used to be so negative and angry for like the last 16 years. Wasted all that time being angry. Burning bridges. Fighting. Stealing. Hurting people. I don't want to do that anymore. I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to help people. I'm going to lift people up, man. I got a lot of friends that are just downers. You do something, they'll be the first to tell you it sucks. That's the way they want to live. I guess they're happy. I don't know. But for me, I don't want to live like that. Bringing everybody down. Being a buzzkill all the time. Seeing the negative. Seeing the pessimistic view of it. For what, dude? I've lived like that. It got me nowhere, dude. You know, it got me, I guess, here. Now, I shouldn't say nowhere. It did get me here But it got me here with a lot of scars dude A lot of scars Scars that I could have avoided Scars that That I can wear now and show my children Like Don't do what I did There's You know Three doors you can go through I've been through door one and two And I can tell you There ain't nothing but pain behind those doors Try door three I've been in there It's no fun It's lonely It's dark And I can guide my children to not go through those doors And when that time comes When they do face those, those doors that are Ready to be opened I hope I'm the only one that pops in their head like Oh yeah, dad told me not to go through door one or two Because He found this, that, and the other And really that's all I can do as a man now is, is work hard, show my, children, show my children that I'm an example of what you can be, the endless possibilities that this world can bring you. It's dark, it's ugly, this world is so mean sometimes, but it's not mean all the time. And you got to make your own mind up how you look at this world some people say that this mean this world is mean all the time it's not true that's just what they believe you'll find it out for your for yourself honey and that's that's the that's the life i want to instill into my daughters um so through 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 the cycles i've been in through my own enslavement through my poor my poor decision making I'm growing as a man, here and in here, my heart, my soul. I'm growing, I want to learn more I want I want to achieve more i want I want I want the good of what this world has to offer. I've had the bad, been there, and I'm sure I'm still going to see the bad. I'm not saying it's all you know sunshines and, and rainbows here and out. There's going to be some dark days. I still str- struggle with self-harm cutting myself um you know i i used to uh i used to really hit myself a lot like uh in the face i'd swallow my own eyes um i'd cut my own head and uh my head's real hard man it's real hard to cut open my head i'd hit it but man i'd grow like the 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 what is it the simpsons little bump right here the cartoon bump that would just come up that's what i do man and uh, then things got real worse. I started strangling myself. Um, i tie uh, a belt around a doorknob and uh, slide my body down to, to kind of hang myself. <sighs> Sorry. Reflecting on those things is just... You know I Although I've done those things And I've walked down those roads Like I just want to be able to tell my children Don't do what I did All it did was hurt me It did not help me I lied to myself And said it helped me it didn't help me all it did was harm me and and you know that's the purpose of of this pod is is if this doesn't work out this goes nowhere people hate the podcast i don't care i'll have a diary for my children to look back and see their father And see, you know, maybe how confused he was, how how, um, contemplative he was. He was always in his mind, always thinking. I don't know, but I'm going to leave something for my daughters to, to hold. And to know that their father, their father tried. Their father tried. He tested himself, he pushed himself, he didn't give up. He always wanted better. And that's what I hope this podcast uh, This podcast does for My children and and hopefully for somebody Out there that might be struggling Might be listening right now that's thinking I can't get past Whatever the issue is in front of you Truth of the matter Is you can You can Doesn't rain every day You know it'll clear up And uh, Time does heal all Positive time The best though Time is always gonna be there But you can make that real negative if you want I did Wasted so many years just smoking weed and watching YouTube videos Wasted Wasted time Still got friends that still do that You know what I'm saying Waste their lives away I don't wanna live like that It's just my personal choice And uh I'm excited to see what this world has to offer And I hope that through this podcast it reaches somebody's ears and 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 maybe lifts the spirit or makes you smile or or makes you see a brighter side of life um if it makes you angry i'm sorry let me know though let me know i'm curious to know what makes you angry um but i i love it and uh you know to kind of wrap up this this episode here we're not uh, you know Having our own slave masters And and these false prophets That's not who you have to be That's you know it's not That's it this is who I am It's who you choose to be man That's it You can choose to be that person It's easy It's kind of the sucker's way out To be honest with you Continue doing what you're doing Because you don't want to change You're lazy That's all you are But if you want different, change it, man. Tell those slave masters to go F themselves. Tell them to leave. Get them out of your life. Find a different purpose. Find a different way. Reach out to me. You don't know what to do? Reach out to me, man. I'll help you. I might not know what to do either, but I'll help you. We'll we'll learn together, brother. Sister. That's my new thing, man. I call everybody brother and sister now. Uh, I don't care what people think about that. But the reason I do want to do it is uh, listening to Dr. Cornel West, man. The dude is just intelligent beyond beyond measurement, man. And uh, he calls everyone brother and sister. Brother Trump, you know, Sister Melania. E- even people that he despises. Because in the end, man, we're all brothers and sisters. You want to kill me? You want to hurt me? For what? Did I really do something to, to take... To take a piece of your life If I did Talk to me about it If I didn't Move forward dog Why you gonna hurt somebody It ain't worth it anymore It's time to wake up break cycles You know what I'm saying Break those slave chains man Been holding you down for years Get out of that Stop it Stop it Get some help (laughs) Michael Jackson uh, commercial about drugs or something he's like 20 or something uh that's <laughs> funny but yeah if you need the help reach out man i'm available i'm not like some superstar i'm just a normal person everyday guy man so reach out to me i, I can i can help I, i'll do the best i can but um you got skin in the game you gotta you gotta take some accountability for your actions too you know what i mean Stop running, dog. Well, that concludes this episode. I hope you enjoyed. I know I enjoyed it. Um, Make sure you guys tune in for the next one. Episode 34. I'll probably be recording on Thursday or probably tomorrow. I don't know. I'm going to be pumping out episodes left and right, though. I got a few guests. I uh, guess at the end of September. I got a, a guest... Uh, on Thursday, I guess on Tuesday, I guess on Thursday of next week, and then the Tuesday of the following week. So, you're going to start seeing a, a, a little more of me out there. So, I hope you guys enjoy. If you can, like and subscribe to share it anywhere. YouTube, uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or any type of podcast platform, share it. Screenshot it. Post it on your Instagram. Tag me in it. That would mean the world to me. I have nothing I can give you. I have no cash, no no, gifts, no prizes i can give you but i can give you my love what yeah man share it enjoy it you know what i mean somebody might need this out there so hopefully it works out thank you for being with me i hope you have an amazing day keep working hard be productive don't give up don't be lazy do your thing first thing when you wake up make your bed feel accomplished, you know, do something, finish something, and then go take on the world. I I hope everybody enjoys their day. Peace!